0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review morning briefing for Thursday, the 12th of January. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this
1: morning by Joshua Barry. How are you getting on, Joshua? Yeah, good to be back. Enjoyed uh, Adam's... Um, uh-huh. de- I was going to say debut, but it's anything from his debut. His, his appearance yesterday, Derek. So, um, yeah, good to be back after a, a break, feeling refreshed.
0: Yeah, Adam was in the fine form yesterday, although uh, not enamoured by... The, uh, the likening to uh, John Hartson, someone called Ian Thompson, I think, uh, one, of the, one of the viewers called him a skinny John Hartson, mm-hmm. uh, which I kept chuckling throughout the day uh, at that. So that was an absolutely uh, cracking uh, view there from, from, from Ian. But um, yeah, let's talk all things Rangers. Before we do that, folks, uh, just a word from our, our sponsors Seneca. Uh, you can see on the screen there, uh, they're the number one uh, hair transplant uh, corporation. In Europe, uh, they've uh, taken, they've uh, done 43,000, they've treated 43,000 uh, hairless sufferers uh, throughout uh, the continent. They're the number one uh, hair transplant group. If you're looking to uh, reinvigorate to the top of your head, then these are the guys to go to. Uh, although, Joshua. I think. Uh, you won't be uh, utilizing their services for some time soon, but uh, certainly me and Adams <laughs> are, are in that in that uh, in that market. I think uh, for them, so uh, yeah, great guys. If, if you're thinking about it, folks, uh, then do go check them out. I've put in all the links to their their website and, and their social media accounts. Uh, in the description uh, box as well, so uh, yeah, go, go and have a look. And, uh, sufferers, is, uh, uh, the comment uh, it comes in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Although some people just embrace uh, the boldness. Um, so whatever your preference. Uh, there's no judgment here, uh, and just you can see the little ticker below, folks. Uh, we've got uh, another offer on the website just now: uh, two months' worth of coverage for two pounds. Go and head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe uh, for all the details. Right, let's talk Rangers, um, Joshua, uh, and let's talk transfers. Uh, let's keep. Uh, let's uh, got an update on in, in terms of Todd Cantwell. Uh, we did report a couple of days ago that. Uh, Uh, Norwich City had turned down a bid from an unnamed English Championship club. Uh, We believe that now to be Blackburn Rovers. They've had a £1.5 million bid turned down for the midfielder. The Lancashire Telegraph uh, understands it and expects that that, uh, Cantwell will join Rangers at some point this month. Rangers, of course, credited uh, with an interest in the 24-year-old who is out of contract at Carroll Road in the summer you did a, a great uh piece on them on the website joshua the other day a dodge uh you, to go and check it out uh people it is it's absolutely uh, sensational um what was your main findings from that joshua what what, what can people expect if, if uh cat milk comes in the building
1: yeah um i'm just putting it in the comment section just now derek um obviously we know that there is interest from rangers i don't think it um th- th- how do you say that? There, there takes time, so takes time. Sorry, for that to, to maybe materialise into into a bid, or whether that would be obviously Cantwell's out of contract in the summer. <clears throat> I think Rangers need to strengthen now. They need a player of his type of profile now. Um, and as you say from the report, there from the Lancashire Telegraph, there's going to be interest elsewhere from Cantwell. Last season, uh, this uh, last year at this time, he was taken on loan by uh, Bournemouth. Um, they obviously went on to to win the championship. It was interesting listening to to a different perspective. Adam speaking about him yesterday, and he's right to say that eighteen months ago he was credited with this twenty million pound or linked, sorry, with this twenty million pound move. He's had a difficult season and a half. Um, I think that's partly because of of the manager um, and the way that he he wanted to use him or, or his style of play. And again, it's a great point Adam makes. It's similar to to the situation that Rangers have here have had with players like Ryan Kent or or Morelos, players who can, everyone knows how good they can be under a certain manager, but when things aren't going as well when the club's not in a good position it can really impact um, player performance. For me, Cantwell would be a player that would be coming into play in the midfield three more than the the front three I I think Michael Beale's team, the system's kind of got four parts to it, four components at the moment. Um, The defence, which everyone knows the fullbacks are going to contribute to the attack uh, even if sometimes they stay deeper in the build-up, then you've got the deep, um, deep-line midfielders. Attacking midfielders and goal scorers. Uh, It's not that Rangers are playing a uh, 4 4 2 as much as many people would like that, but they are including two goal scorers. So if you look at player roles, you think of Morelos and Sakala, and then uh, Kent and Tillman behind them, and then it's been Lundstrom and Jack. I think the area that Rangers need to strengthen is when they are playing a three in that midfield to have a a ball progressor, and there are people who can carry the ball from deep. And that frees up someone like Ryan Kent to to not come and take the ball uh, off of off the the defence so deep and, and have to drive up the pitch. I think it frees up Tillman to, to play a little bit higher at points as well. And and I think Cantwell, although he is regarded as attacker as an attacker, um, he is really comfortable dropping deep and, and getting on the ball, carrying it forward. I think his best skill is actually how he plays um kind of under under pressure when he receives the ball in tight spaces. Um so I, I don't think the argument that he wouldn't cope in the Scottish game. I I think if you look at how much he's going to have been kicked already, but he's also not someone who really relies on space, I'd say, and what I mean by that is he's not a, a Matondo style who you maybe want to isolate out wide all the time, and and that's where you're going to see the best of him. Um, there's an interesting interview he did with The the Athletic, which I include in the piece, um, a quote from it, and he's speaking about how he bases his attack off the way depend, defenders move, and he speaks about body manipulation and the way he, he likes to dribble, and it's a very be-less kind of sentence, similar to the way you might think of someone like Glenn Kamara or, or Joe Arriba, who aren't going to do 100 step-overs, but um are able to to get past players using their body in 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 clever ways so i, I think canwell very much fits the bill mold um i think he's he's someone that if the circumstances were to align it would be a good signing for rangers um if they could get it done this window of course there's going to be time uh, there's there's going to need time to um to settle in Beal said as much but he also needs people who are going to come and grow and not shrink. And I guess that comes into the discussions that he's having with uh, different players about a potential move to Ibrox because he knows he needs to get that right if, if these players are to make an impact between now and, and the end of the season.
0: Yes, uh, so many comments uh, coming in. We'll try and get to a few of them. Uh, Ian Muir uh, tuning in all the way from Sydney. Uh, morning, Ian, or Is it evening over there? Shame we didn't go for mm-hmm. Harry Suter. Um, uh, he says he, he would like to see uh, John's brother uh, enter Ibrox. Uh, let's get to a, a few of the comments uh, coming in. Well, first of all, we'll touch on this. Ian Lamb says, uh, when's the review app starting? It is that the technical boards are apparently uh, working on it. They have been for some time. Um, Johnny is a man to ask uh, about that, Ian. Uh, he's he, he he, he he can give you a, a more clearer answer on that one, but it's certainly something that we hope to have uh, in the pipeline. As Colin Cooper says, is Johnny on holiday. Yes, he is uh, taking a well-deserved uh, time off, so he will be back uh, next week. Um, uh, this, this is an interesting point from uh, Aldo Joshua. What do you guys think are interesting? Cantwell says about Lowry and his position at the club. This ties in nicely because you've got a piece on the website this morning on Alex Lowry off the back of that hat-trick against uh, civil service strollers for the B team the other night. (coughs) Pardon me. (laughs) What does it say about Cantwell?
1: Does that push him further down the pecking order? Um, I I don't know. I mean, the the, the point I was making with Lowry is, you you see, if anyone's not seen the hat-trick, go and watch the third goal. Um, People will say, oh, look at the level of opposition. Just regardless, it's uh, it's an amazing piece of skill. And it's what Lowry Lowry does... um, in the piece I say, you know, beale has been speaking about Rangers playing like the big team and, and Beal knows what football I think people expect to see and, and that can help you massively as a manager if you understand the expectation um, and similarly I think Lowry is the type of, of player that Rangers supporters like to see because he, he plays like he's better than other players and that's normally because he is, um, he has the ability to back that up, the ability to try things and often, you know, we, at youth level you see him score all these goals and he just turns away as if nothing's happened. Um, but I think you've got to look at what, what Michael Beale said um, when he's speaking about Lowry, he said after the Motherwell game, I think you see where he's at. He's got some very good things. He's got some things he needs to work on. You um, he, he referenced the importance of training when he gave a longer answer at a press conference saying it was something along the lines of, would your teammates pick you? It's a big thing for young players to, to earn their place off the back of, would their teammates pick them in a game? Because he says, when Lowry goes into the team, I expect him to, to stay there. For me, what you'd gain putting Lowry out on loan to whatever level, um, you take away the ability to work with Beal on the training pitch, which I think is the, the main thing that's kind of underlining Beale's answers. The way that Lowry will get better, it's not a question of talent or ability um, at, at all. I think he has that now, and I don't think it's a question of confidence because I think everyone can see that Lowry uh, rightly has that. I think it's a question of him developing those areas, whatever they may be, presumably some off-ball stuff. Um, developing those areas, working under Beale, um developing those areas in the system. I think you've already seen someone like Malik Tillman do that, who has a real physical uh, capacity off the ball. But I think in the first few games under Beal, we've seen when he was pressing by the touchline, which the midfielders always do, he was a bit slow at points to do it. I don't think he's been as, I think he's been a lot better over those few games. And that comes from working um, with the coach and staff at Rangers. So, off the back of that um, hat-trick there, I think a lot of questions justifi- justifiably follow what follows for the rest of the season, what's the value of playing him in the B team. And I think it's up to Lowry to kind of continue to earn that place in the squad. I'd be surprised if he wasn't in the squad um, at the weekend, uh, off the back of that hat-trick. But also, I'd, I'd, speaking from a personal opinion, what you think is best for, for a player's development, I don't think that the game time and responsibility to get out on loan... Outweighs the, the the fact that he already is good enough as a player. It's just about refining those attributes, which I think happen uh, probably on the training pitch with uh, with Michael Beale.
0: Yeah, uh, a loan. Cal- makes an interesting point here. He says that a loan to Hearts or Hibs would benefit Lowry. I, I, I'm of the opinion I think uh, a loan could be good if it is a team at uh, a decent level. Hearts and Hibs would be decent level for me, or English Championship. I think would be decent level for me. Uh, I think he could play there. Uh, play there no problem at all um i think i would rather that than than have him just as uh coming on playing cameos every other week or so um but he needs game time uh he's one of a number of players uh and include charlie mccann in that as well he's not really featured much has he um he's another one i think he's too good for the b team joshua uh he's made that step up it's made it's just that bridge between forcing himself <laughs> into that first team now uh, and playing the B team at the Lowland League, the, the level is too low uh, yeah. for them to be playing at this stage, isn't it? You need you need something like, like Adam Divine. He's made the breakthrough. He's now getting opportunities, isn't he? But it's 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 those players, just the likes of McCann, the
1: likes of Lowry, that are just uh, biding their time. Yeah, and Lowry also hasn't really had his chance. He had one game against Motherwell. I think he played in a slightly deeper position. As we, there's a link to that piece in the in in the piece that, that that's been written for this morning. Um, He's not had three, four games in a row where you start to see the best out of him. And, and we've been speaking about Ben Davies in the last week, Derek. You've only seen the best out of him after he's played, what, four games in a row, five games in a row. Same with Fashion and Sakala. It's the first time he started. Um, I think it was at five of the last six. I think it's the first time he's, he's done that out with the end of last season when the league was already gone. And, and um, we, 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 we mentioned that the other day. Um, th- but this is... What Beal says his area of expertise is it's where his experience lies, developing young players. And I just wonder if too often we think oh, the best way to develop the young players is that they need to go out on loan. And actually, uh, that does happen. But if you look at a lot of um, big clubs as well, it doesn't always happen. And, and I think a lot of the the impetus behind that is because clubs want them to training so important now. And um, and Beal, what what was the comment you made in the recent press conference? Derek Ray said. The, the training within the building and he keeps speaking about putting the dial up in the building and, and increasing the yeah the competition but you said the training should be as competitive as the games you face at the weekend or, there was some comment along those lines was there not yeah something yeah. I, can't, I can't remember it off the top of my head for for me there shouldn't be a a worry I think um, that that Lowry is gonna waste away in the B team for a season and a half because I'm sure that Beal if, if there's any player that he has a real plan for, it's going to be Lowry. And, and, and yeah, j- just my inkling is that that will uh, come with a lot of work on, on the training pitch. Maybe a lone move will happen. Maybe that will benefit. And um, this is why we like football, because it's all opinions. Yeah. It? Yeah, and as Jamie said, that's, that's an
0: interesting one. Maybe a, a loan to someone like Hamburg, uh, certainly playing uh, continental football for six months, certainly wouldn't do him any harm. Uh, Broxy Bear's uh, bro uh, slash Rangers video says, uh, how can Lowry learn to play for Rangers uh, out of loan?" And listen, it's interesting viewpoints, different opinions with regards to Alex Lowry's uh, immediate uh, future. Um, there's an interesting point as well made here uh, by Ross. Uh, it's Morning, Ross. He says, Lowry's too good for the B team, but hasn't done enough to start games for the first team yet. Is this a similar situation to what we've seen at Man City with Pep and Phil Foden? Patience required. Yeah, there's no doubting his talent, and I'm sure he will become a regular for Rangers in time. But it's this immediate future, I think, what is best for Alex Lowry going forward. In terms of other transfer stories that are uh, making the headlines uh, at the moment. Uh, this one, uh, it's not a, it's not a transfer story. I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. Uh, Andrew Langham says Deli Alley would be a good player for Rangers. Uh, just if you need to keep him motivated, but very good player. I think he's done. Joshua. It's, it's, it looks like a sad demise. He's been at Besiktas on loan. Yeah. Looks like it's not going to be. Uh, a, a, uh he going to be in Turkey for for too much longer. Um it, it's really sad to see this because at the time when he was bursting through at Tottenham, it really was a a a class act, wasn't he? But uh yeah no idea what's happened to him.
1: You look at the money that someone like him's on as well and he even comes into the conversation about someone like Cantwell or 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 Tom Davies. You know, if you're playing in the Premier League, these people are on so much money and that's what rangers yeah. have to compete with. Yes, they have unique um a unique selling point with the size of the club that, that teams who can pay more can't compete with, or European football, or, or just what it means to play for for a club comparati- of, of the size comparatively to someone else, but you're competing against seriously big wages, and, and someone like Deli Ali, obviously it's as, as you say it's non-started, Eric. But I mean the the amount of money that he will be on anyway at, at Besiktas will be kind of far out with the reaches. Of
0: the yeah. I don't think you would. I, I wouldn't be uh, touching him uh, with a bars pull, uh, uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. Uh, Andrew Hunter, with a, uh, you can you can uh, donate to the channel, folks, uh, and support the work we do here at YouTube. With a, uh, a big thanks to uh, Andrew Hunter, who's donated two pounds to, to post a comment here. The future of Lowry should be put to Beal. It has it has uh, been done in the last uh, yeah. few press conferences, but yes, certainly in terms of. I think uh, if, if I get the opportunity tomorrow when the press conference takes place, uh, I may ask him uh,
1: if... if... He, gave a, he gave a detailed answer just before, I want to say it was before the, after the Aberdeen game, um, maybe Derek. Uh, so, uh, yeah. there's, you know, the thing is Beal said a lot because he's had a lot of press conferences. Yeah. Um, but that was when he spoke about the importance of training, when he spoke about the fact that this is his area of experience Um And obviously before he played played that game against Motherwell. So yeah, it has been put in pretty recently.
0: Yeah. Um, That's an interesting point. Just uh, moving slightly away from transfers, uh, Joshua. Sonny Boy raises the point. Defoe chemistry between Sakala and Morelos when they play together. Do you expect to see them on Sunday, do you reckon? I haven't. I think for me, Morelos uh, changed the game when he came on at Tanadice uh, on Sunday. He's still not... Uh, at his best. There's no question about it, but um, he created space. I think that uh, that was plain to see in that that second half. And I certainly think there is chemistry between the, the pair of them. I would like to see the both of them start on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he, he changed. I think he helped change the game. Um, if you watch the first goal back and again, you can read this piece on the website. Um, Michael Beal spoke about how Rangers needed to overload uh, after the break. And if you look at the build up to the first goal, it's it's actually really clear. And, and it's an encouraging sign because it's something that hasn't been that clear um, at recent just over the last, they haven't had that control, I think, in opening teams up for a while. But the, the move, and again, you can, the passing sequence, everything is in the piece. I'll, I'll find it after I've stopped talking and, and put it in the comments section, Derek. The um, Rangers did really well to create space. And then, you'll say what, well, call to come off the right and attack the left. That creates the the extra man there, and obviously it's a fantastic finish. Tillman's finish for the, the second goal really good as well, and, and it, I think it comes out of Dundee United being a little bit um, out, out of whack after conceding that goal and then giving the ball up cheaply and Rangers being in a position to drive forward and capitalise on it. But I think I know, I know what you mean. I think Morel has helped. I think Rangers looked better with a striker who they could play into the feet of, even if he still, for me, is not his best. Um, I don't think anyone would say he is at the moment would you start him at hand? And I mean probably anyway because obviously Cholak went off that injury yeah. and he's only played 45 minutes of football since November so are you going to start him in a semi-final? Probably not I imagine that Cholak was actually starting at the weekend in part with a view of starting Morelos against Aberdeen because he himself has obviously been playing through some sort of hamstring issue um, that Beal's mentioned a, a number of times over recent weeks. Sekala so has to start at the moment because he's given you that goal threat again as we mentioned it it's a rare occasion that he's been able to play this many games in a row um, and, and his goal return has been really impressive. So I think you have to play him. Undoubtedly, in the next few weeks, he'll have a game where it doesn't come off for him and it's frustrating. Um, but I, I don't see how you can't start a player who's scored, what, five goal, goal involvements and five starts so far uh, under bill. I think outside of Morelos coming back in for Trolak, I, can't, I think McLaughlin might stay in goals because of the cup game um, factor to it. I don't see there being any other changes to the starting eleven unless a Kamara were to come back in for a Jack. But I thought Jack's second half uh, against London United was um, his best performance in a while as well. Yeah,
0: uh it'll be interesting. I know we said that we don't foresee many changes. I didn't see foresee many changes against Dundee United and don't think anyone would have predicted that that starting uh, lineup, Joshua. So uh this will be interesting. As I mentioned, we speak to uh, Michael Beale tomorrow. Uh and he's been quite uh, candid in telling us uh, what changes will will be made um yeah. it wouldn't go, go as far as saying what personnel will, will be playing but um i'm I'm sure he will be as open as ever tomorrow it really is really as a pleasure to uh be a part of these press conferences recently He talks a, a a lot of uh good things with regards to uh football I wanted to touch on something else that I've seen uh, in the headlines uh, this morning Joshua Phil Hollander is someone. Uh, who's uh, had injury problems to seek, of course. He's been on the treatment table more than he's been on the pitch. Uh, Michael Beale did recently address uh, the defender's situation. He said that he's a fantastic player for whatever reason uh, in the last year and a half has been unable to show it. I thought when he was fit, he was... Always an excellent player for the club. I do not think anyone wants to be injured, and Philip certainly doesn't. I think on a personal level, while he's been out, his wife has given birth to twins, which is lovely for him as a dad. We got on really well, and at this moment in time, he has to focus on his rehab. And if he gets through that and is fit at 29, he has a great future ahead of him. Uh, we have to remember that he came from Syria and was a full international before the injury. we have to remember that when people are injured, sometimes perception is that people are happy to be injured. I can tell you that he is not and is in rehab every day. Now, reports in Sweden claim that Malmo's former club are keeping tabs on him uh, about a potential move. Now, of course, he is out of contract uh, in the summer. Um, A potential pre-contract agreement could be agreed in January uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if, if that was to materialise, Joshua. I think his days his days are numbered at, at Ibrox. Um, sad end it would be because I think on his day, he's uh, he was the best out and out defender at the club, but um, he's just injured too often.
1: But um, certainly would wish him well if he moved back <coughs> to his homeland. Yeah, it, it's a hard sell to offer someone a contract who's who's yeah. not played since. Well, it would be almost the whole season. Hellander, on his day, you're right, Derek. Um, obviously, you look at the level he came from, the fact that he was a full international. Um, as we spoke about the other day, rotating him with Balogun not only works because both of them kind of needed... Um, couldn't play every single game, but they gave you different options. One was better in a higher line. One was better playing slightly deeper. One's left-footed, one's right-footed. One's more of a passer, one's more of a carrier. Um, I think Ben Davies is... That spot next to Connor Goldson is his for um, certainly for for the future on the basis of what we've seen um, so far. On the topic of the squad, Derek. Just while we were moving on there, I think with players like Sakala, Cholak, Arfield, that I see mentioned uh, in the comments as well. That Rangers need um, Rangers need good players on the bench. As simple as that sounds, and and what I mean by that is you. I, I think there's sometimes a real tendency to think, okay. Cholak scored 11 and 14. He needs to play every game. I think he should play a lot of games domestically, but I, I, is he going to be um, start every single game up front for Michael Beale? Maybe not. Um, similarly with Sakala, I think he gives you a real goal threat in, in, in some games, but will he start every single game? Probably not. Someone like Scott Arfield, just because he makes a really good impact on the bench, I don't think it means he needs to start every single game. And, and that's the position of the squad that Beale needs to work towards because... With five subs now, even more so, the bench is so important in football, and and not only do Rangers need that kind of competition um, for spaces to 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 drive it, but they also need options. Um, so I don't think it's it's a bad thing at all if you have someone like Cholak who has to kind of earn his place again, even though he's had a good start to the season, because you can't you just can't give up uh, yeah. positions. At Ibrox just because people have 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 certain attributes. On the flip side to that, the conversation around Cholak. <laughs> The goals he scored in that in that run, Rangers haven't had a player like that in a, in a long time. It's so important for me that he's, of course he's going to stay, of course he's going to have an important part in the squad, but you understand what I'm saying. I, I don't think he will start every single game next season, for example, and I, and I don't think that's a negative or a sign that the manager doesn't fancy him or he's not suited to his style of play. I think it would just be working out how to harness his goal-scoring ability in certain games and then as you're speaking about at the weekend, sometimes you will need a more physical striker who offers Rangers something different to, to maybe create space away from home. Yeah, yeah, certainly.
0: Uh, Mad Dog gets in touch, it says, uh, also, any news on Red Van Lawrence and Souter's return dates? Uh, I think uh, when Michael Beal spoke about uh, Lawrence and Souter last week, if I'm not mistaken, Lawrence had a setback... Um, were, not sure when he is due to return. Suter um, is back in contact. Trading uh, should be back alongside Hadji at the end of the month. Uh Rudvan, not sure yet. Uh, I'll get an update on him tomorrow um, when we speak to the manager. It was, I think, he told you, Joshua, uh, a few weeks ago. It was the the, the worst severity in terms yeah. of hamstring injuries. So uh, you're talking a good. F- was it five weeks or even longer than 12 week? Was it seven weeks it was, into it 12 weeks?
1: weeks. Yeah, it, I think it was six or seven weeks into 12 week, or maybe six. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was yeah. the worst um, hamstring tear you, you could have. He spent some time back in Turkey, um, which is quite common when a player goes through rehab to be close to their family. Obviously, Phaji, a lot of his rehab was done in in, uh, in Amsterdam. Um, I think Ridvan was, was settling just before that injury. Um, and, and you saw even there, even in those kind of first eight minutes against Aberdeen where he had a few kind of runs inside the pitch. I, again, that gives you something completely different to Barisic, how he plays that left-back role. I think Redvan does become the number one, even though Barisic, you're starting to see the benefit of his, his, his crossing game. But again, that's a good option to have one of the two and to drive that competition. So in certain games, when you do need... Um, maybe more deliveries from the left-hand side, you can play Barisic. Uh, But, yeah, I I think the positive is if he hadn't played any games before he'd been injured, you'd have maybe had to start the whole circus about is he going to work, etc., etc. Whereas now, I think people have seen that he's a very good player, again, international at the age of 21. um, And it's just unfortunate they had that type of injury um, just after breaking into the team. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, just... uh... Yeah, the the, the the Tom Lawrence one. I'm just trying to get what Michael Beal said. He uh, went um, to see a specialist, Derek. I know he, he, yeah. he went to see a specialist. Um, I think it's been a really frustrating one for for Tom Lawrence because obviously yeah. initially, I think he had an initial setback um, after he was injured. I think it was at the Ross County home game or something. He, he went down at the end. Um, back, at the end of August, I'm sure
0: yeah. uh, he, he, he suffered the initial injury. Yeah. Uh, Um, so yeah we don't have a time scale on on when uh, Lawrence uh, will be back Um, but listen the sooner he's back the better because he is a a quality player but he's had a very unfortunate time uh, with injury of late as have many Rangers players we just touched on Ridvan uh, being one, Holander is another one of course, Suter and Haji uh, are the sort of uh, positive lights you could say uh, Michael Beal did that, that, uh, that, that sound enthusiastic and optimistic when speaking about those two uh, last week so fingers crossed we can get both of them back uh, in the matchday squad by the end uh, of the month a uh, little cliche cliche Goes, it'll be like uh, new signings uh, for the, those two, both uh, quality players. Um, okay, I think that will do us there uh, for today. Thanks to everyone uh, for getting in touch with the program as ever. It's very much appreciated. Um, you can see the banner on your screen if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's totally free. And uh, you can means you'll never miss a video when we go live. If you click the bell, you get a notification to your phone or your tablet or whatever. Um, so you'll get a, a notification when we are about to go live. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. It'll be myself and Ali Bain from the, the good old US of A. We'll be back in the afternoon like uh, we were last uh, Friday. So um, just a note, folks, uh, we won't be back uh, this uh, tomorrow morning. Joshua is now going to hot-foot it to Hamden to speak to uh, James Tavernier uh, ahead of the game uh, on Sunday.
1: Uh, I won't speak to you before Sunday, Joshua. How do you think the game's yep. going to go? Yeah. Um, Hopefully, well for, for for Rangers. I think they, I think they've got the monkey off the back. Um, at Hamden. Um, is that the saying? They've got the monkey off the back. I yeah, that up. that is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, we were obviously at both the games last season, Derek, and I think especially in that old firm semi-final, before our field scores that goal, we were both just resigned to the fact that this is just what happens with this squad at Hamden. They don't win. I think that's that's important for them yeah. um, going into this game. I, th- I think the last time was the last time they met Aberdeen at Hamden, in that 1-0 game and um, where Sadiq missed the oh jesus yeah, yeah it's a I can't not, forget not a great one. so they have some they have some um I, I guess some some wrongs to right i think they're in a confident vein of form it's a big pitch um i think so far Beal's done well to take the emotion out of games uh, that previously maybe the squad have have fallen too much into making these types of games in, into a battle um i think he'll be confident that if they can go and play their football, then um, then they'll be able to win. So, yeah, looking forward to it and hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah, myself and Josh will be
0: at the game on Sunday, folks. We'll have uh, all your usual pre-match video uh, and post-match content as well. So, really looking forward to come up, coming up <laughs> for it and hopefully be, uh, commentating and reporting on a, on a Rangers victory. Okay, we'll be back again tomorrow, myself and Ali. But until then, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Bye for